What does this mean to you? How can you transform a humanity lockdown into a meaningful and purposeful situation? That can be the starting point. This doesn't have to be a waste of time in your life. If when all of this is over, we look back and we damaged our mental health, if we didn't find a sense of achievement, what does that mean when this is all over? Probably you will look back and you will just wasted two months of your life. Hi guys, welcome to connecting Life podcast. I'm Alexandra Duke, an integrative clinical psychologist, and I bring you this podcast where you can learn and reflect about human connection to start from today to create your own version of an amazing life. Enjoy the episode, and until next time, don't forget to live an amazing life, your amazing life. guys now basically a big chunk of the world is in lockdown so first of all my feedback from my clients my online clients also and just being some days on the streets going shopping for for groceries the levels of anxiety that i'm seeing in people are of course quite huge so i would like to reflect a bit on that and to ask you to ask yourself the question where is all this anxiety, all this fear coming from? And of course, there are some obvious reasons. We are in lockdown. We are freaking out about this virus that's taking so many lives. And it's, it's, it has spread it already uh, throughout the world. Not that many countries are still feeling safe and off of this collective struggle that we're all living. This anxiety comes from mainly the fear of the unknown. Our daily routines have completely shifted. We are locked home with our families. And not that we have loads of time available to connect with each other, because most of us are working from home and managing things at home. And if you have children, that's a struggle in itself, how to keep the kids entertained in a growing way, not just in a numbing way. But the challenge that this brings us is huge by itself. And the fear of the unknown is just a starting point. To manage all different things in our lives from home, to manage all the relationships that we kind of have at home, to not being allowed to just connect with other people, to have human touch. At this time, everything is changing. So my first piece for this emotional safety kit is acceptance. And you might laugh when I say acceptance, because how can we accept this situation? How can we resign to just staying at home and forgetting about our lives? First of all, acceptance is not resignation. Acceptance is looking at things the way they really are. Not from our fears, not from our expectations, not from our wishes, but as they really are without taking them personally. So this virus is not doing this to me personally. I know there's a, a lot of comments on the internet, social media about how this is a way nature has to rebalance the world. And I have 
some sympathy towards that, but from a mental health perspective, that's not very helpful. The reason why it's not very helpful is because we feel that we are being punished. So there we are living our lives and then mother nature comes and rips it all down because we've been naughty boys and girls and we've not been doing our share to preserve the natural resources of the world. And despite many of you might agree with this, and there's a part of me that really agrees. The psychologist part of myself says, okay, let's slow down to accept this. It's not necessarily to accept the punishment, if it is a punishment. If it would be a punishment, we don't have to accept that punishment in order to accept the situation. So if I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes, I see there's a beautiful sunshine out there, or not, or it's raining, and the first thought in my mind is, another day stuck at home. I'm not accepting the situation. I'm fighting the situation. Even I can be resigning myself to being stuck at home. And the idea is not to accept being stuck at home. The idea is to accept that there's a pandemic out there and all people in the world, or most people in the world, are fighting it together, are finding the best way possible to mankind to survive in a very challenging situation. So this means that I'm not stuck at home. If I really accept that what's going on in the world is a huge pandemic, I'm not stuck at home. I'm willing to stay at home because that's my share. That's what I can do to help the world stop this pandemic, or at least delaying the spread of the virus until we find a medical solution for it until we find treatments. So that means that I'm not stuck at home. That means that this is my share. This is what I'm willing to do for mankind, for my fellow humans. So when I say this to myself, when I stop that automatic thought in the morning, as soon as I open my eyes, here I am stuck at home again. When I stop this thought, when I transform, not stop, I acknowledge the thought, I look at it, I observe it, I observe how it makes me feel, and then I transform it into a choice. I'm not stuck at home because the government is saying that I need to be stuck at home. That's also real. But my share is I choose to be stuck at home. Either the police is on the street making me stay at home or not, this is my contribution to delaying the spread of the virus. So this is acceptance, the acceptance of we're all changing our routines, we're all changing our lifestyle, we're all changing our perception of life in the future, and we are also creating some resilience to deal with the unknown. All our lives, probably, the unknown was so frightening, and now we have to deal with it. Not because it's different. We never knew before what was going to happen tomorrow. We never had that crystal ball. But because we're in lockdown, because the world is changing so fast, because we cannot deny that the unknown is very frightening and very unsure. So that's 
what the situation is bringing to us. That's the main source of anxiety. It can be threads to financial issues. How am I going to manage my expenses if I lose my job or because I lost my job? How am I going to buy groceries? How am I going to restock if there's crazy queues in the shops? So all of that builds into this overwhelming fear of the unknown. So first the acceptance and following the acceptance, the awareness. And the awareness is, first of all, self-awareness. And self-awareness is exactly what I was saying regarding our fears. So if I really listen to my fears, if I really pay attention to where those feelings are coming from, what do they mean? How are they challenging me? Does my anxiety come from the possibility or the reality of financial issues or not being able to buy groceries because I'm afraid that all stores will be on lockdown also? Or am I afraid to be stuck again in the same house with my partner, my kids, my whatever member of my family? And we kind of have some relationship issues, so if I will be stuck at home with this person or these people, isn't that going to escalate to arguments all the time, fights and so on and so forth? So first of all, where are my emotions coming from and what do they mean? And where do I feel them in my body? Is there tension on my shoulders? Is my chest feeling tight? Is my belly ready to explode? What does that feel like to you? So first of all, again, acceptance that reality is just reality, not good, not bad. It's just the way it is. Then awareness of how my body feels and how am I feeling based on this reality, based on what's really going on in the world and what's really going on in my personal life. How does that reality affect my normal way of living? You see, our brains feel very comfortable when there's some familiarity so if it's familiar, if I have a familiar routine, an everyday routine, I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, have a shower, have breakfast, get off to work, do whatever I need to do, come back, have dinner, go to bed, maybe catch a series on Netflix or whatever. If that's my routine, my brain feels, okay, this is perfect. I feel safe. This feels familiar. But what is lockdown and this virus is bringing us is there's no possibility of routine you're disrupting every routine even for for people that are still going out to work they don't have the same routine it's impossible for them to have the same routine they won't have the same type of clients the same type of patients if we're talking about health professionals which thankfully are still working and doing a wonderful job helping us all but all our routines have changed. So the first reaction that our brain has is freaking out because this is not familiar. And what our brain tries to do immediately is to push us back to what's familiar. So, okay, I will be in lockdown for two weeks at least. So let's find something to do. Let's find another routine for me to be safe. And that can work quite well because now I have a new routine. It's just a, a two week kind of thing. But what's going to happen in the end of the two weeks if the expectation of it's just for two weeks is not met? Your brain will freak out again because it's not familiar again. And all that familiarity is based on a lie because to be quite honest with you, we have no idea when the lockdown will stop, when we feel safe enough to go back 
to our lives, to go back to school, to go back to work. So when we acknowledge and we accept reality, we don't need to lie to ourselves. It's just the way it is. And then there's another important part, which is to live in the present moment. It's not that there's no place for planning. Planning is very important. I, I uploaded a, a meditation how to tackle this anxiety or fear of COVID-19. And what I address in that meditation is exactly that. How can we plan and transform our fear of this whole situation? But if we live in the now, despite we still feel the need to plan, we are rooted on the present moment. And in the present moment, whatever you're doing, when you're choosing to do it, it's the most important thing in the world. If you're washing the dishes, that's your focus at the moment. If you're connecting with your kids, that's the most important thing. If you're working from home, this moment, I'm really focused on this. And this is the most important thing in the world. And this means that step by step, you're living your days with a feeling of choice, active choice. I choose to do this right now. And while you're doing that, you're not numbing the rest of your feelings. You're still observing them. You're still paying attention to them. And you are choosing to address now A and then B and then C. And every single day, you create your choices. And today, it might be completely about connecting with my kids. So in that day that I'm connecting with them, I'm preparing the next day that I won't be able to connect with them as much because I need to work from home, for example. So I'm preparing their mindset to what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm extending, for example, some of the games or activities that I'm able to do with them today. So tomorrow they can continue to do so without me. And that can be a quite useful strategy. But what's not helpful at all is to always be linking either with the past regretting every single day that I went to work, but now I really want to go back. That's not important. That's not where you were right now. You're here. Or, oh, I really want to, to get to the time when this lockdown is over. You're not there yet. You're here. How do you choose to live this part of your life? And how you choose to live this part of your life will inform your anxiety. How you choose to live now this part of your life happening right now will address the next two measures for your mental health safety kit. So going back, the first one is acceptance, acceptance of reality, awareness of your feelings, awareness of where you are, awareness of your choices, but also very important, awareness of the people around you. How are your kids feeling? How is your spouse feeling? How are your parents, your siblings, your aunts and uncle feeling? How can you connect with them? How can you empathize with them and help them to have a more conscious choice in different moments of their day? If they really want to, it's perfectly okay just to numb yourself. However, that has consequences and one of the consequences are anxiety, fear, and eventually depression, isolation. So if you're not choosing consciously every single day to, throughout this lockdown period, what can happen to your mental health? 
is huge feelings of anxiety, depression, self-isolation, which is even worse than quarantine because you're doing it from the inside out. So self-isolation means I'm not even there. I'm in the same house. I'm even in the same room with my spouse, with my, my kids, my mom, my dad. But I'm not there. I'm not registering even myself or them. So that's a lockdown inside of yourself, which is, as you may tell, far worse than the lockdown we are all experiencing right now. So going back, acceptance of reality, awareness of our emotions, consciously choosing to be in the present moment and to be engaging fully engaging on whatever we're doing at the moment while we still pay attention to what's going on in our emotional world and in our bodies and then to find meaning in all of this and and meaning is a different concept has a, a different shape for each one of us it can be meaning that nature is finding a way to rebalance itself if that works for you that's perfect it can be I get now a bit more free time, despite I lost my job, I get more free time to spend with my kids, so I will invest this time to really escalate our connection, to really do fun things together. So when they go to bed at night, I know that we really had a wonderful day together. So it's not necessarily about what's going on outside in the world. Your meaning doesn't have to be this whole grandiosity about what the world's doing, how is this changing mankind. It can be your personal meaning. And that meaning can be, okay, now I have time to finally clean up that closet. Or finally, I have time to read that book. Or even to write that book. What does this mean to you? This is a very important question because after accepting reality, after paying attention to yourself, to your feelings, to your body, and to consciously choose every single day, every single minute of the day, if you find the meaning of all of this in your own mind, in your own reality, you can then have a purpose. And that's the last part of your emotional safety kit. If tomorrow you wake up in the morning and you have an extra reason to jump out of it. That's your purpose. What does that mean to you? How can you transform a very difficult situation? How can you transform a humanity lockdown into a meaningful and purposeful situation? You know, this is not something that comes from the world. There's no one out there that's going to say, okay, this is the reason all of this is happening, and so we're being challenged to do whatever. They may be right, but you have to really feel it so it becomes your own purpose. So when you stop telling yourself that you're not stuck at home, you're choosing to stay at home to protect other people, to delay the spread of the virus, that can be your purpose. That can be the starting point of your purpose. But this doesn't have to be wasted time in your life. You can have your personal purpose. What can you do, for example, to grow yourself? What 
are you willing to do for months, maybe even years, that you never had the time or you never had the means? Biggest challenge in this situation is to be creative. That's why we're seeing teachers around the world using online platforms to teach. That's why I'm seeing most of my clients now throughout, through an online platform. And for most of my clients, it's their first time. And for most psychologists around the world, it's their first time. For most teachers, it's their first time. And we're all getting creative. How to reinvent ourselves, how to find different ways of spreading our message, of helping other people, of teaching our students. So that's also something that you can reflect on. What skill would you like to grow in this challenging situation? You see, if when all of this is over, we look back and it was just, let's imagine, a two months lockdown of most people in the world. And we didn't get anything good out of it for our lives, except, of course, our health. But at the expenses of our physical health, we damaged our mental health. If we didn't find a sense of achievement, if I'm in my pajamas all day for two months, if I'm not even showering, because what's the point, I won't get out of the house. If all days are the same, if I don't know the difference between Monday and Wednesday or Saturday, what does that mean when this is all over? Probably, and you feel just waste a two months of your life. And it will be okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Most of the world, that's how they would feel. But maybe for most people, they won't even ask this question. So what I'm asking you now is, when this is all over, what do you want to see when you look back? What do you want to see that you were able to do with yourself, with your family, with your group of friends? What's your purpose for this challenging situation? So, going back to the safety kit, mental health safety kit. First of all, acceptance of reality. Challenging situation, it's not good or bad, it's just what it is. Not to say that this is not difficult, but it's just reality. It's not something that we can change. We cannot push the button and say, off with the lockdown, off with the virus, I don't want to hear anything else about this. So, if we cannot change it, accept it. It's just the way it is. And then, self-awareness. Awareness, how I feel about all of this. Where is the fear, the anxiety, the sadness, the anger, the whatever feelings you're having? What do they mean? Where are they coming from? And to use this, the self-awareness, this awareness of your emotions, the awareness of your body, how the emotions feel in your body, to consciously choose to stay in the present moment and to address whatever you're doing in the present moment or thinking or saying or whatever is happening to address that and to look at that is the most important thing in the world right now for you and to consciously choose whatever you're doing next whatever even you're feeling feelings are not something that happen feelings can be controlled by yourself. If you don't want to feel sad, bring a positive feel. What do you need to do to feel positive? Or what do you need to do to feel happy? 
So for some of us, we can play a song and really dance around the room and maybe even dance with our spouse or with our kids. And in the end, we're moving. We're moving our bodies. We're moving our emotions. And when we stop, when we finish that song, we feel happy. So feelings are also a conscious choice. If I feel trapped, I'm not choosing consciously. So awareness of how you feel and consciously choosing what you're doing and what you feel. If you don't like how you feel, actively change it. Don't sit on the couch, turn on the TV, just to numb your feelings. Address them, and by addressing them, and by choosing differently, you can change them. So after self-awareness, awareness of other people, how are your family members feeling and how can you connect with them in order to let them know that you're seeing them and in order to invite them into this more conscious choices you're doing. And after awareness, self-awareness and other people's awareness, what is your meaning for this? How does this play in your life? How can you transform this? You see, there's this amazing author, Viktor Frankl. He wrote a very important book. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. And he was um, in a concentration camp. He, he lived that experience. He was a prisoner in a concentration camp. And throughout his miserable, difficult, challenging time, he found a way to reframe sufferings. I would say it's a, an important book to have on your bedside table in this challenging time for the whole world. So what he says in a nutshell is, if you find a way to give that suffering a meaning, the suffering ceases to be suffering. So that's another challenge to you. What does this mean for you? And then to grow from there to your purpose. Based on this meaning, based of, on this awareness of myself and this whole situation, what do I want to do with all of this? And then you have your conscious choice of purpose. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope it triggered some meaningful self-reflection that will help you continue your search and creation of your amazing life. Don't forget to check out our next episode and to connect with me. And until next time, don't forget to live an amazing life. Your amazing life. Talk to you soon. All the best.